This is the King Chasing Podcast, where we keep Christ at the center of athletics. Here's your host, Brandon Gilmore. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm Brandon, and this is the King Chasing Podcast. As always, thanks for joining us, and please make sure to visit our website at thenccaa.org for more King Chasing content. Well, today's guest is Chad Briscoe, the Director of Athletics at Grace College. Chad's energetic vision has guided Grace Athletics to unparalleled success across the school's varsity programs. Since his arrival, Grace has added nine national championships in seven different sports. Chad's desire to pursue Christ-like excellence has also led to Grace being named a five-star Champions of Character institution with the NAI multiple times and an NCCA King Chasing Institution. In 2022, he was named the NAI Athletic Director of the Year, while Grace's conference, the Crossroads League, named him the Conference Athletic Director of the Year for the fourth time. Thanks for listening today, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Chad. Well, hey, Chad, welcome to King Chasing. How's everything going in Winona Lake? Everything is going well, Brandon. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Great to be with you today. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you on. Um, This is the year of excellence in the NCCAA, uh, so it's only fitting that I first congratulate you before we get uh, going with anything else on being named the 2022 NAI Athletic Director of the Year uh, by NACTA. Uh, and also the 2022 Crossroads League Athletic Director of the Year, which is your fourth time uh, earning that award. Um, What does it mean to you for your peers to vote um, and decide for you to be the Athletic Director of the Year? Well, well, first of all, the the Athletic Directors in the Crossroads League do a great job of sharpening me. I, I learn a lot from them each and every day and enjoy the world of intercollegiate athletics with uh, our mission-based uh, Crossroads League of all of us being faith-based and using the platform of athletics to impact and shape lives for Christ. So I learned a lot from my peers and uh, I'm blessed to serve alongside of them. So hopefully uh, they're learning from me as much as I'm learning from them. So uh, it's a great conference to be a part of, uh, a great league and really just enjoy the camaraderie that we have as fellow uh, as fellow ADs. We enjoy, you know, when we're at conventions together, uh, or of course on the road when we're competing against one another and just enjoy that time of, of, of fellowship together. So it's, it's, it's a unique group and a very special group. Larry DeSimpler, our commissioner, does a great job of leading us well too. Yeah. So what do you attribute that personal success to? Um, earning that award four times, being the NAI Athletic Director of the Year, uh, that doesn't happen on accident. So um, is there any nuggets of advice that you can give to other athletic directors on um, what you're able to do to earn those? Well, I, I think the first thing it starts with is a very supportive administration. Um, uh, Dr. Bill Kadip, our, our pre- previous uh, president who just retired, and Dr. Drew Flam, who is our new president here, are very supportive of athletics. And so allowing us to be able to do what God has called us to do with the support of our administration is, is where it starts. And a very close second to that, as you and I both know, it's, it's all about uh, getting the hires right and hiring the right people who God has called to do uh, the great work that they are called to do here at Grace. And so blessed to work with great men and women uh, who first and foremost love the Lord. And then their passion is just much like mine, aligned with the desire to use the world of athletics 
to impact and shape and change lives for Jesus Christ. And so when you have high level people uh, who want to live out that mission and who do it very well, it's, it's fun to sit back and really watch them uh, in their, you know, in, in their world uh, operate and do a lot. Cause I, as you know, I, I don't know a whole lot about soccer. I don't know how to hit a tennis ball, you know, uh, when it comes to those things. So finding the right people who, uh, who desire to serve the Lord first and foremost is fun. And so then, yeah, when you have those people live out that mission, it's fun to watch the Lord bless their efforts, uh, not only in the world of recruiting, but then also just in their ability to coach really well. And it's fun to watch uh, the success uh, grow from there. Yeah. Speaking of uh, success and along those same lines of excellence, Grace has earned the NCCA Presidential Award for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that award honors schools for its successes at NCCA National Championships. Uh, the Lancers have won nine NCCA national titles across seven sports since 2019. Now, that kind of success doesn't just happen overnight. Um, so I'm curious, how have you been able to help build Grace's athletic department to this level? Well, I, well, I think the first thing I would say, Brandon, it's, it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, we've been, uh, as some would say, the bridesmaid or runner, runner up quite a few times. <laughs> Uh, in lots of different sports over many years. I can remember Coach Kessler when I first got the job here back in 2007, uh, talking about some of those national championship, very close calls in men's basketball that still, uh, how should I say, still go with him today. So I know it's been a long time coming. I, I think the big thing for us, which really has been evident from the beginning, has been staying true to a process, uh, a culture, and a foundation that, again, uh, an emphasis by our administration here at Grace was placed uh, on on athletics uh, being a, a window or a front porch, whichever way you'd like to call it, to the institution uh, to allow the opportunity for some of these athletic programs to grow. And, and back to staying true to the process, you know, as you mentioned, I, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. And, uh, you know, I came here in 2007. And so, you know, it wasn't until 2019 when uh, when the doors finally opened. So being true to that process, finding coaches who, again, live on mission and, and also knowing, I think, Brandon, you and I both know it, it's it's the name right behind you. What, what are we really chasing? And we're chasing our Lord Jesus Christ. That's that's what we're chasing after the success that comes from winning is only a byproduct of a culture that is built. And so watching the Lord be able to build the culture here, not only at grace, but in the individual sports has been fun to watch as an athletic director. And again, back to the coaches who've built these cultures and brought in the right student athletes who fit the mission of grace, who desire to be at grace. And then the success again, just comes from doing things the right way day in and day out. And that also means when you come up short, either in a national championship or you don't make it to a national championship experience. And so I I think the other thing of the excellence of what it does is that it just leads to a larger platform for your coaches, for your student athletes, for your institution, uh, to share the gospel message of Jesus Christ with those you come in contact with. And, and again, of course, uh, not every school that you're going to compete against uh, is, a, is, a, is a Christian institution. And so the importance of how you conduct yourself on and off the field, in the locker room, uh, you know, on the bus, uh, all of those different things become so imperative of understanding that sometimes it may be more important of what you do off the pitch or off the field than what you do on the field when it comes to those experiences. And so when, when you when you have excellence, uh, when you win, hey, it's great. I love hanging banners in the gym. That doesn't hurt my feelings. But I also think it's important to know that with that uh, winning comes a responsibility of using that platform uh, to A, be humble, uh, to also know that uh, the, the success, of course, all glory goes to our Lord Jesus Christ. And then also knowing that uh, then you have a greater platform to hopefully just live out the gospel message. And again, that's that's what athletics is. It's a vehicle to share Christ. It's a platform to share Christ. And 
we just want to hopefully make sure that we're hitting that mark more than we're missing it uh, through our, our time here at Grace. You just touched on this a little bit, but sometimes when an athletic department is uh, as successful as you've been, uh, it can neglect the faith and the character building side of things. But that hasn't been the case with Grace. Um, you've repeatedly been named a five-star Champions of Character Institution with the NAIA. Uh, this past year, you were named an NCCA King Chasing Institution. Um, so how are you able to help keep a Christ-centered focus in grace athletics? I, I think it's, it's, it's really, you know, we, we make time for what's important and keeping what is the focus, the focus. And I think proactive, constant communication of that vision and mission is critically important. And so for us, actually, this, this past year, we our, our word for the year in our athletic department is reset, you know, coming out of COVID the last couple of years. Hmm. It's the first time really feeling like you can get into the community and do some service projects or, you know, mission trips that are coming up this upcoming year as well. So we kind of looked at this year as a little bit of a reset for us. And, and part of that reset for me uh, was being able to really share our message of who Grace Athletic is. And so creating a document that my coaches have that they can put up in their office or a document they're able to share with parents and recruits or something I'm able to share with alumni or even our faculty and staff on campus of basically really able to show in. And again, most schools would say, you know, what are, what are your pillars? What, what is your culture? What do you stand on? And so for us, the acronym is, uh, is, is CARES, Grace CARES. And, and, and our five words are pillars of what we put on character, academics, relationships, excellence, and servant leadership. And diving into those five pillars uh, extensively um, is that you, you want to pull back the, uh, I call the surface, uh, I want to go deep and have the opportunity for our coaches to go deep with our student athletes, uh, with our community, uh, with alumni, and, and of course our campus. And so I think you have to share what that message is. You have to authentically live it out but it also has to be at the forefront. So, uh, you know, when you walk into my office, it's the first thing you see uh, right behind my desk. Um, my coaches, a lot of them have it up on their on their walls as well. But it's also something we're communicating to our student athletes in our athletes meeting where we talk about specific things of uh, our, our our desire to live on mission at Grace, making sure that they, they see it and that it's uh, revisited. And, and, you know, I both know 19, 20 year old kids is that they have to be reminded from time to time. And so <laughs> making sure that it's at the forefront of, of who we are and what we do. Um, our verse here within our athletic department is Romans 15, 5 and 6. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity. Hmm. And in that unity, as we glorify our Lord Jesus Christ, may you have one heart and one mouth to glorify our Lord Jesus Christ. And so trying to keep, you know, the focus of understanding that, um, you know, many times people look at the athletic world that it's 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 not a sprint. It's an endurance race. And, and in the encouragement that has to come along between injuries and uh, highs and lows for our student athletes and our coaches of encouraging one another. And then of course, you know, if, if you and I both, uh, Brandon could write a book on unity, it'd be a, you know, a, a million dollar seller and, you know, we could write <laughs> off into the sunset. Unity is the one thing that you're constantly trying to build in the life of your teams and the life of your department. And of course, uh, the focus of it has to be with one heart and one mouth that we glorify our Lord Jesus Christ. So, so we try to keep the focus on what is the focus and everything at Grace we desire for it to be Christ-centered. I don't wanna do anything here in the world of athletics that is not Christ-centered first. And our coaches keep that at the forefront, not only of their thinking, but also of their mission as they use the, the world of their specific sport to share the gospel of Jesus Christ.
And that's good stuff. Uh, what advice do you have for uh, other athletic directors who may be listening, trying to uh, build a winning culture at their institutions while also building that Christ-centered culture? Um, you know, they might be getting frustrated. They may be succeeding at one and not the other. Um, so, yeah, what advice do you do you have for them in, in that journey? Well, I, I think the first thing is uh, and I, I'm not a perfect athletic director, never have been, nor will I ever be. And uh, there are lots of learning life lessons that come with the journey. Uh, but again, it's going back to at the end of the day, what are you what are you called? What has God called you to do? And and in the world of athletics, we are called to use athletics as a ministry. We use a ball, per se, uh, to hopefully change, change a life for Christ. And so every day. Every life lesson is taught in the arena of athletics. And so how can we enter into all of these life experiences of the good, the bad, um, you know, relationships, a death in the family, uh, mental health, all of these different things is that understanding is that you have to enter into those things every day and you have to show up every day and you have to be consistent. And it's probably the biggest word that, that I would use is that showing up, being consistent every day, being authentic of knowing that what you see is what you're going to get. And in those times of being consistent, then what you're able to do is you're able to provide a foundation for the culture that you are uh, implementing or that you're building or that you're just on display every day for your coaches, student athletes, campus, alumni, community to be able to see in you. And so I, I know in the consistency, sometimes it's hard when you show up and you've gone through uh, how you say you know, all of your teams, the last five games, uh, they're all L's on the on the on the dock and you're you're like, man, are we ever going to be able to turn a corner and win something here? And again, it's it's where the Lord shows up, I think, in the moments of adversity the most is that sometimes our greatest you know, display of, of living on mission and living out Christ is a fact of of what does it look like when we when we lose or when mm -hmm. we don't get exactly what we're supposed to get. I tell my coaches all the time is that if you're going to recruit a kid, go, go watch them when you know they're going to lose, not when they're going to win. I know what every kid looks like when they win a game. I want to see how they battle adversity. I want to see what they look like when they walk through the line and shake hands. Uh, how they maybe their body language looks after they don't make the game-winning shot or they miss the game-winning goal. What does that look like? And so it's it's, it's the, the, the part of just showing up in consistency and just living out what Christ has called you to do. And I'll be honest with you, you and I both know in the world of athletics, it's never Groundhog's Day. I love showing up every day and know that every day is going to be different. Every day is going to be something uniquely uh, fun and new and uh, knowing that uh, there's a new game and a new opportunity, which you thank the Lord for as well. Not every year is going to end with championships and awards being won. You mentioned that uh, before 2019, uh, you know, Grace came close, but but struggled to to win that final game. How do you define a successful year for your athletics department? Yeah, su success has so many different forms, looks so many different ways. And again, at the end of the day, we're, we're trying to live out the book of Matthew and go go make disciples, the Great Commission. And so understanding that if at the end of the year, every experience that has taken place in the life of that student athlete points them and directs them back to Jesus Christ to be the foundation of their life, to help them grow and mature as young men and young women, to prepare them for life, then I look at it as success. And that means, yes, a banner may not be raised. It may have been a 500 or maybe in a subpar 500 year. But if that student athlete walks in and says, you know what, my coach helped me navigate some really tough things through life. My coach really kept what was important, important this year. 
and I grew in my faith through our Bible studies or our, our devotional times or or the alumni who came in and spoke or our president who came in and spoke to us, the different things that I learned along the way that, again, are equipping our student athletes. Because, again, the, back to the vehicle piece of athletics, that is the vehicle that is being used to prepare a student athlete for life. I'm not preparing them for a game. I'm using the game to prepare them for life. And so that part of it, I think, helps keep things in line of understanding and check that what does success truly look like is knowing that a life is being impacted and changed and sharpened because of that, that athletic experience, again, just hopefully prepares them for life. Now, you serve as the director for the Interstate Church of God softball tournament, which is held annually in Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, it raises funds for mission work in the country of Paraguay. How important is it for you personally to stay involved with a uh, ministry like that? Yeah, I, I think, Brandon, it's so important to, to, to give back. Um, Matthew 20, 28, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And, and I think that any position of, of, of opportunity is that we need to be servant-minded. And so servant leadership, I try to approach my job every day of being able to serve my coaches, two of our student-athletes, our campus, our community, and and this is a way to be able to give back. Uh, and I think that we all need to have those those focal points. Um, and and I started with this tournament many years ago. It was actually my mom's college roommate uh, who uh, got married and went to the jungles of Paraguay to start a church and a school. And uh, my dad was a pastor, and uh, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of money at my household. And so dad said, "Hey, let's start a a slow pitch softball tournament to raise money, and we'll send it all to Paraguay." And we just celebrated our forty fourth consecutive year. Wow. of that ministry uh, two weeks ago, and uh, we raised uh, close to $60,000 to send to the mission field of Paraguay. And so, wow. Praise it, God. It's, yeah, amen. It, it's, it's, it's a part of like in any college setting too, you want to be a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And you want to be a part of something that you know has eternal lasting impact. And at the end of the day, right, you've heard the old cliche things that, you know, when, when the Lord calls me home, he's not going to look at my bank account. He's not going to look at how many banners are hanging in the gym. He's just going to ask that did I chase him and did we use whatever it is that he allowed us to do to point people to Jesus Christ. And, and with the tournament, that's what we've been able to do is use the game of soft, church softball uh, to hopefully point people to Christ, raise money for mission work in South America. But again, it's, it's that point living on mission of just giving back, serving others and um, thankful the Lord has been able to use that ministry. Again, the vehicle of a softball game to yeah. impact and uh, shape and change a life for Christ. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, I know you have two daughters, uh, Kate and Kinley. Uh, I imagine they get to come hang out with dad and watch yeah. a lot of Grace teams play. Mm -hmm. uh, has there been a special moment or memory that kind of stands out to you of having them there with you? Yeah. Yeah, my, my wife, Jamie, and I have uh, been married uh, 20 years, celebrated the summer 20 years. And uh, Congratulations. Uh, our, our, thank you. Our time here at Grace coming in in 2007, um, uh, we basically moved here when our oldest daughter, Kate, was four weeks old. So basically our entire journey is is all surrounded with our oldest daughter, basically her her entire life. And yeah. so she's uh, 15. So, you know, uh, wonderful 15, 15 years and it goes really, really fast. Um, but there is not a price tag, Brandon, that I could put on uh, the opportunity for my daughters, uh, for our family uh, to grow up on a Christian college campus. And I, I've loved, Jamie and I have loved nothing more than being able to watch um, uh, young men and women, our student athletes here at Grace, pour in to my daughters and for my daughters to be able to uh, not only run up and hug them after a game, both you know, both men and women, uh, that they've cheered them on, but also to to emulate what they see of them praying after the game or 
or hearing how the Lord is growing in, in their life through their faith journey here at Grace. And, you know, uh, daughters now at the age where they can stay at home by themselves, but they've been our babysitters. Uh, they've taken them to dinner, uh, you know, or they've come to a game and taken them out for dinner while we're here working a game. So, so it's just fun to be a part of that journey of watching them just grow up on a Christian college campus. So uh, there are so many kids, uh, meaning student athletes who have invested in our daughter's life that have helped shape and mold them into the young women that are becoming in Christ as well. And that has been an extreme fun front seat to watch uh, that unfold in their life. And so um, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're glad they love grace. They bleed black and red. And so, which is great. And so uh, there's no other school uh, that's more important than grace, which is great, you know, so they're, they're drinking the Kool-Aid, so to speak. That's so good. we like that too. That's so, good. so it's been fun to, to watch them grow up here and uh, to have so many wonderful relationships. Yeah. One final question for you. Uh, the NFL season is upon us. So I have to ask, I know you're a Indianapolis Colts fan. Uh, what's your prediction uh, for how far they can go this year? Well, yes, uh, it, it, everything uh, for us here, it is Colts country through and through and uh, love uh, Frank Wright and what he's done uh, with the talking about culture and what he's built there uh, with the Colts. And yeah, excited for the right pieces that have come in. Uh, Brett Ballard's done a great job putting uh, all the pieces we feel like together well. Uh, and as you know, uh, our quarterback, Mr. Ryan, coming in, really excited to see what he's going to be able to do this year. Yeah. I heard from you, Jonathan Taylor's on your fantasy team, so I know you're going to be cheering for my Colts this year as well, which is great. <laughs> I'll be um, cheering so, for Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan that's Taylor. right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping all the, the pieces healthy. You, you know, we're, we're one injury away from a, a total change of a season. Right. So uh, probably yeah. praying for, for safety and health for all of the Colts players this year. But uh, it should be a fun year to watch. So excited to watch uh, excited to watch our Colts this year coming off of last year's uh letdown of not making the playoffs so I, I definitely think we will roll through making the playoffs this year for sure well that's all the time we have today Chad but thank you for joining us on King Chasing Brandon thanks for the opportunity thanks to you and everyone at the national office for what you do for the uh, National Christian College Athletic Association praying for you guys and thanks for what you do thank you Thanks again to Chad for sharing some insights into Grace's athletic success while also keeping a foundation centered on Christ. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the King Chasing podcast on whatever app you use to listen. We would also appreciate it if you encouraged others to listen and subscribe. Once again, we're thankful to you for tuning in and supporting us. Join us next time on King Chasing. Take care, everyone.